Action Monday, presented by Superbook.com. Here's Stokely and Zach. going to have a coaching announcement here in the next 24 hours. There seems to be a little something uh, building in that direction. I I don't know if there's going to be any um, other interviews that are going to start for the first time. And that was um, uh, floated out there over the weekend that the Broncos could be expanding their coaching search. All right, that was uh, floated out there by Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero from the NFL Network. Uh, Rap sheet uh, was quoted as saying, quote, it's possible the Broncos could also expand the search, potentially including coaches who impressed the teams in interviews for the job a year ago, such as Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon and Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan. Now, here's what we also know. According to Rap sheet, uh, um, uh, Ian Rappaport, and Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network. Um, it was reported over the weekend that this past week, the Broncos' new ownership group did inform Raheem Morris, David Shaw, Jim Caldwell, and Idro Evero that the team was moving in a different direction. So okay. that, there's an official report on that, that Raheem Morris, David Shaw, Jim Caldwell, and Evero have all been told they're not the next coach of the Denver Broncos. So... So like we're gonna go to the Rolodex from last year. Like who we're gonna we're, who we're gonna we're gonna go like hey, you know who else do we have? Like is that how bad of a situation we're in right now? To where we're like, hey, um, you know, uh, who we're we gonna call? J- Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, hey, we're you, gonna reach hey, out to Jonathan yeah. Gannon. You weren't we're on our reach list out this to, year, but you know, now Ryan you are. Callahan. Like welcome back to the party. I, and I, that would be truly welcome to Bronco Land. Yes. if you ended up hiring a coach that wasn't on your initial list because you struck out at the top and then the rest of the list was just so uninspiring that you literally had to start over with names who weren't on your list, it would... That's why you have a list. That's why you have a list. You got to hire someone off your list. (laughs) Right. If not, you got to hire like this big name where you don't even need to interview. Right. Mike Shanahan, another name came up. Yeah, uh, yeah, Gary Kubiak. Gary Kubiak. We don't need to interview these guys, right? Perfect. That's who we're hiring. All right, awesome. Other than that, I mean, like you can't go to a guy that wasn't even on your original list. Right. A Jonathan, like, what? A Brian Callahan? Why weren't they on your original list then? Like, who are we, who are we, who are we talking to? Mary Kay? Mary Kay? Like, hey, Mary. Like, I, I, I never talked to you, but I know you were on that committee last year. Do you have any names that you liked? Oh, you're talking about Kelly Klein. Yeah. Yes. Her. <laughs> yes. What did I say? Mary Kay. Mary Kay Cavett's a reporter out of Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she knows something, too. Oh, Turn over every freaking stone. We're going to call everyone. <laughs> who's the one here? Uh, uh, Kelly Klein. Yeah, Kelly came Klein. Over from who's the cap guy? Richard Tato. Yeah, Richard Tato. Like, Rich, hey, buddy, I know I don't really talk to you much either, but I, you were in the interview process. Did you like anybody? Is that where we're at? Heck no. We're not doing that. Forget that. This ain't Broncos land anymore. No. Stop. Stop. Uh, Could you imagine? No. I, I, I mean, well, uh, well. Well. I mean, everything's different now, the decision makers, but the last couple of years have been kooky. And, and, and my thing was, like, if you spoke with those people a year ago, the, the Brian Callahan and the Jonathan Gannon, you spoke to them, you actually interviewed them, 
and diff- different group of people, and this may go to how little that George Payton's involved here, don't know, but, like, if you interviewed them and they're not on your initial list, you you know them, and they're not on your list to circle back to a year ago. I don't know. That just, that. well, I, br- I bristle at it. Well, yeah, but I, I wouldn't mind if, you know, because, like, Dan Quinn, right? But I wouldn't mind if, if Jonathan Gannon and Callahan were on the original list. But they weren't. No, I know. And then and then you ended up hiring him. I don't care about what happened last year. I don't think Greg Penner does either. But obviously, it would be an indictment on, on George Payton and what really happened last year if you did hire a guy that was on the list last year. Right. We found out over the weekend that the Jim Harbaugh thing didn't die. It didn't die with his statement two and a half weeks ago that he's going back to Michigan. Adam Schefter with an official report that Greg Penner and Jim Harbaugh met last week in Ann Arbor to discuss the current head coach position. Now, no deal materialized, but that thing was not dead. And is it dead now? Don't know. You know, Schefter included at near the end of his piece, um, he talked with a league source, uh, and he said, while, while one source wondered how many more chances Harbaugh would get, Another league source said, quote, the, like, the league is likely to be interested in Jim as long as he is successfully coaching. He's proven at every level, including the NFL. That's a hard resume to match, end quote. So maybe Jim just wants to go back to college and revisit this entire thing next year. Yeah, but, the whole but maybe not. Right. He puts out statements and it looks like, okay, he's committed to Michigan, but he's really not. He's got like you know one foot holding holding that door open, right? He's not letting that door completely close, no matter what he says. Like you wouldn't take, you know, you just tell Greg Penner's like, "I am flying in. I want to meet with you again." You just say, "Greg, no, you see my statement. I'm committed. I love Michigan." You know what was his statement about being happy? Yeah, uh, uh, I have great relationship, great relationships here, and I look forward to enthusiastically coaching Michigan. As Bo Schembechler said, "Those who stay will be champions." It was something like that. Yeah, but he said he had something about happy, and it was really good. Oh, like, don't try to be happier than happy. Yes, don't try to be happier than happy. Yeah, right. And I'm staying in Michigan because this is where I'm really happy. And uh, it's like, okay, you like you read it, it's like he's done, but he's not. He's, he's not. never he's quite not. done with the NFL. Yep. Um, so it's like, okay, it didn't happen twice. <sighs> could it happen? I mean, could they go back again and do it again? I would think at some point, Greg Penner's just like, dude, I've tried twice here. And I've tried really, really hard to get this thing done twice. I even flew out there to get it done. Right. You've been the twinkle of my eye this whole time. Mm. Like, you know, there's one, there's only one twinkle. You can't have two twinkles, Zach. You just can't. <laughs> there's just one. There's just one twinkle. Right. There's just one. Now, you can like somebody else. Sure. And, you know, but there's just one that really moves the needle for you. Yep. And that was Jim Harbaugh. I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious here. Yes. And they went back a second time, couldn't get it done. I mean, is, is there a, enough's enough or is that like, does that twinkle still glow and is still burning to make it like three times, I'm not going to let this thing go. What is it going to take, Jim, type of situation? Until I see it is officially dead. And there's only two things that would represent death between the Broncos and Jim Harbaugh. He signs the new mega deal extension, 
or the Broncos hire a head coach not named Jim. That's until I see one of those two things. If they roll out there and say, hey, we're going to hire Sean Payton as the next head coach, Jim Harbaugh is officially dead. Right. If I see Jim Harbaugh just signed a 10-year, $100 million deal, it's officially dead. But until I see either one of those things, I am where I was last week and where I was the week before that. I just don't think it's officially – there's not a toe tag on this thing. Yeah. I um, – is that for Derek Wolf? No. That's what they do. They throw oh. a toe tag on oh, you. It's like what they do like when you when – you, when you you have to put your tag on no no on, on the, no on the animal when you expire right you're gonna have your ID on gotcha. your toe. Um, I mean, I would have to agree with you there because look, this thing looked like it was dead. You know, two weeks ago looks like it was dead a week ago, and it's never been quite dead. It just stays alive um, because there's one reason it stays alive. He doesn't want to close the door on the NFL, and. It hasn't been solidified in Michigan. And then just they really, really like Jim Harbaugh. That's obvious. It's a unique resume. It really is. It is and they, they really like him. He's been there. He's been their number one guy. Um, so help me it, out with this, it, though. Until okay. that goes away, it, it's it's like that, that will always, like you said, be alive. Unless he signs that contract with Michigan or unless they hire someone else here. I don't think you ever can close that door unless that happens. I, I agree with you there. How about Ian Rappaport over the weekend? This is with this. I believe this came on the heels of the Schefter report. Does that make you sorry? Does that make you like? I was just thinking when you have like a ton of money and you get told no. Like you don't get told no a lot. You're used to getting your way with whatever you want. That's right. That's right. And you, you just got resources everywhere. Whatever you want, you, you yes. get. You know, it's like the world the is your oyster. Right. Okay. Like. Like, I, I want to hire you. Okay. You know, here it is. Here, here's your contract. Then you hire who you want. Right? Yeah. You know, you, you want a house up in Aspen? You got it. You want a house down there? You want you want upgrade your plane? Whatever you want. What right? do you need? It's, whatever you need. You get whatever you want. That's sounds like the life of Greg Penner. Yeah. Does this make you want that more? Because you finally got told no. You've never been told no. When was the last time you've been told no? You wanted the Denver Broncos? What happened? You got the Denver Broncos. How many times do you think this group as a whole, when you look at the main figures here, I'm not really talking Greg. I don't know about maybe Robson too. I mean, Robson ain't never been told no. And, and and Greg's wife, Robson's daughter. Carrie. Carrie. Like how many times have they been actually told no in, in, in something meaningful? Yeah. Probably, a, I mean, I, I, not a lot. I have no idea, but right. I'm just guessing not a lot at all. Right. Is it once? Is it twice? Is it never? It's very, very rare. So when you want, especially in this situation, you want something and you think this is the perfect fit and like, then you can't have it. It makes you want it more. Mm. It makes you want it more. And that's why they went back for round two. Right. And, and then you get told no again. What is holding this back from getting done if Jim Harbaugh wants to coach in the NFL again? Because I want to share this report with you. We haven't gotten this yet. Sorry. Uh, Ian Rappaport says, A source close to Penner said no offer was made during this week's visit and that he wanted to visit Harbaugh in part because it was the only candidate he hadn't interviewed in person. But Harbaugh has remained willing to listen and has told people if he were to return to the NFL – the Broncos' job is the one he'd want. 
though Harbaugh has not yet gone, gone back on his stated plans to stay at his alma mater, the door remains open, end quote. Oh, oh, hold on. I see. I haven't second. seen this. This is a lot to unpack hold here. Hold on a stinking second. First of all, first of all, let me throw a challenge flag at the first sentence that I shared with you. Okay, what was it? A source close to Penner said no offer was made during this week's visit. Challenge flag. And that he wanted to visit Harbaugh in part. He was the only candidate he hadn't interviewed in person. Challenge flag on both accounts. Erroneous. <laughs> if, if, if you flew that bird into Ann Arbor, you probably have to land it in the cornfield. If you flew into Ann Arbor. They have cornfields there? I thought that was just Iowa. If you flew into Ann Arbor, you're prepared to offer a deal. That's what my natural NFL compass says. Of course, right? I mean, I would I would agree with you. You don't there. just want to look at them because you were the only guy we didn't interview in person. No, the no, no. The guy no. just told you no. Yeah. So why would you... That right. doesn't make hey, sense. Tell me no to my face. Right. No. You fly in there to offer him a deal. That's where my instinct you know, because up. Yes, you fly in there because you think you're close. Right. You think you're you're like, you have a chance. You have a chance. Right. You have a chance. That's a good way to you're say it. You're not going to keep calling. I, I got no chance. Right. Like, I'm... I'm not going to fly all the way over there if I don't think I have a chance and I'm not really I'm not ready to make an offer. Like I think you think you're like at the finish line, Zach. Like you're there and you're at the one yard line. Like we talked, you're at the one yard line, and you fly in there for one reason to close the stinking deal. Other than that, I'm not, dude. You already told me no. Why am I going to waste my valuable time when I got a lot going on? To fly all the way to Ann Arbor to a guy that already told me no right. and to change his mind. Right. Come on. So you actually have here a bit of conflicting report because Schefter says a deal didn't materialize. If he reported that, that leads me to believe that a deal was worked on. There was something being worked on if a deal didn't materialize. Rap Sheets report is, you know, he just wanted to see him face to face and, you know, a deal, uh, a deal wasn't offered. So... Kind of who do you believe here? Yeah. I believe Adam Schefter. That's all due respect to Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero, but they're they're um, a little bit on two different pages here. I would have to agree with you, Zach. I think uh, I would lean more towards Schefter's report over this report. I mean, just talking it out. <sighs> just makes it more obvious that you're not going over there to try to figure things out. Yeah. You're going over there because... He has given you the indication that you could close this deal. Can I just share with you where I'm at with all this? I would love to hear um, your thoughts of where you're at, Zachary. This was a list of eight candidates. I don't think there were eight candidates that were going to be the next Broncos coach. I don't believe that. I think you come up with a list, and but every job interview you do in your core the like it's not it, not every interview the job is hanging in the balance i don't believe that i believe this ownership group went about this process with the intent to hire one or two guys Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh with maybe an outside chance that um a Dan Quinn knocks your socks off maybe you're receptive to a Demico Ryan's just to totally flip the script but when Dan Quinn goes back to Dallas and D'Amico Ryans picks the Texans job because it's a better job. It just is. Mm. Right now, it mm. just is. Mm. Um, 
for a million reasons we talked about late last week, but in summary, they got four first-round picks in the next two years. They play in the most winnable division in all of football. He played for Houston. He's building a house in Houston. His wife's from Houston, and they have an unsettled quarterback situation, but they also have the second stinking overall pick. This one's not hard to follow. No. Texas shouts better. So, D'Amico picks there. Are you really, if you're this ownership group, Harbaugh didn't take an NFL job, and Peyton hasn't taken an NFL job yet. I just don't think they're going to go down to their fifth or sixth option. I don't think those fifth or sixth options were ever truly in the mix for this job, and I certainly don't think a name that wasn't on your initial list is somehow in the mix as well. I'm back to where I started. I think that the Broncos are going to hire either Jim Harbaugh or Sean Payton. That's where I'm at here on a Monday. It's a very fluid situation. I reserve the right to change my mind. But that's where I'm at here. Yeah, I, I look, I, you know, two weeks ago you, you were talking about uh, Jim Harbaugh, and I kind of looked at you sideways, and you made some really good points. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then he said, um, and, then, and then you followed it up a week later, like this thing is going anywhere. I'm still thinking that this thing could get done. And I'm like, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And we didn't hear anything. Then a few days later we did hear that that thing was close to being done. And, I mean, if that thing got done, you would have been like, it would have been legendary status Zach By over Gosh. here that I'm working with. That thing was so close to being done because you're all over it. Um, and it made a lot of sense. I, I think you're right. I think that's what we have to do here. We have to look at the situation and we have to say, okay, where did we start? We started with Adam Schefter telling us that this ownership group's going to be ultra aggressive. Ultra aggressive. Okay. And so we got our hopes up for, you know, big, splashy moves. And this thing has dragged on. It's kind of worn us down here. And we start hearing these names and just not appealing to us. And, and then we're hearing that people are turning us down. Then we hear, like, okay, now we're on D'Amico Ryans? Like, really? I'd like, for me, I'm like, I've always said I, I got to have a coach with experience. That doesn't do it for me. This is not the, the hire I thought I was going to be getting when we had, you know, our ownership group. This, right. isn't, this isn't what I thought. I thought it was going to be a Harbaugh, Sean Payton name. One of those two. Like, we can't we can't go away from that. Didn't work out. Ryan's looks like he's going to Houston, and now we're kind of stuck just looking around, and I don't think they like that very much. I, I, I know they don't want to... I don't know, but I would assume that they don't want to be embarrassed here. No, and and, but, and, and it's kind of crossed into a territory where it's not definitively embarrassing, but it could end up that way if things don't break right. And you hire, like who knows how it's going to turn out with a coach. But if you hire a long-shot coach here um, with, with with no experience and that guy falls on his face, you know, we start, we look at y'all. We look at them. Yeah. Like, what an awful hire. But if you hire a Harbaugh or a Sean Payton and it doesn't work out, it's like, okay, hey, thank you for trying. You tried. They just bad hired. It's not your fault, though. They were the big names. You went out. You were ultra aggressive. Yep. We give you credit for that. Let's go take another shot. So that's where we're back to. I mean, all these guys are just falling by the wayside. And at some point, you just got to say, okay, hey, screw it. Either you go back to Michigan again and you, you put Harbaugh in one of those instrument trunks and put him on the private plane like that movie <laughs> I just saw. You watch that Netflix on um, that guy from in Japan that no. ran Nissan and Renault? No. Oh, crazy story. Crazy story. Do, um, do you remember the name of it? Look that up. Look that up, Kisner. Um, I, I forgot the name of it. I got it right here. I'll, I'll tell you in one okay. second. Um, yeah, but, they, but he was under house arrest in Japan. 
hired some like military people here, Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL, went over there in a private plane. They pushed him out of the hotel in a instrument deal. Oh my gosh! One of those big ones, yeah. You know, and yeah. and, and and got him on the plane, and he, he got out of there. Oh uh, my gosh! Yeah, no, it's a really crazy story. I'll probably be watching this. This really week. really crazy story. Good story, um, and I'm sure they have a few documentaries on it. It just happened like four four years ago. Okay, uh, but 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 good good one. Um, good one to watch too. Entertaining, but like that's what you might have to do here to get him out of Ann Arbor. Put put him on that thing. Drive him, you know, push him through security. No one sees him. You got him on the plane. Just bring him here. It's like, all right, Jim, you got nowhere else to go. You're stuck here. Right. Um, or you got to go back to Sean Payton and say, okay, what have we heard about Sean Payton? It was like all these reports that started coming out of nowhere that he just rubs people the wrong way yeah. and that he's just like maybe not a nice guy. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what was being said, but there wasn't a, a pretty picture being painted about Sean Payton. No, there wasn't. Right. And, and so, and, and who knows where that came from? And so you kind of put Sean Payton on the back burner. You know, he was like, ah. And then, then you look at it as like, okay, do we really want to give up draft picks too? We don't have a lot of draft picks. Can I just add, add, yeah, add yeah, context? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, because yeah. in the midst of the stuff that was going on with Sean Payton, it was being reported on by the Washington Post, Mark Maskey, who was saying, you know, um, there was a potential power struggle between Sean Payton and one of the owners. And then he followed that up and said, Sean Payton, according to sources, has got along great with Condoleezza Rice. Well, who was the only other person in the room that could have been a potential power struggle? That'd be Greg Penner. So that was being reported on, to which Sean Payton then responds directly to that. Right after an eight-hour interview with the Cardinals, he jumps on Twitter. Sean Payton doesn't even tweet. He jumps on Twitter and says that's a completely erroneous report. I got along great with the Broncos' ownership. Yeah. Um, update real quick. Fugitive. The curious case of Carlos Gones. Okay. I like uh, it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's kind of all over the map here. Um, makes you just wonder where some of these reports come from and who's putting them out and how they get out there and all those things, right? It's just, just it was weird. It was, I don't know. It was it was just really, really odd. Um, and I'm sure there was, there's hangups on, like, how do you have to get Sean Payton to on mm-hmm. top of all of that? Mm-hmm. That's what made him go to the back burner. But, dude, now you just, you know, plug your nose a little bit. In this situation, just say, okay, hey, we got to just plug our nose here for this one, and we're going to make it work, and screw it. Here's a first-round pick. Saints, be happy that you're getting that thing in first-round pick. We ain't, I'm not giving you more than that. Right. Um, let's, just, let's just be nice here and play nice here. You want to play hardball, you get you know the Jerry Rice middle finger. Um, do you see that, by the way? No. What is going on with Jerry Rice, dude? What, 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 he, he is off his rocker. Off the, Wait, you see what? him walking around? He's got a mini helmet full of diamonds and gold and stuff. Have you not seen that mini helmet he's worn for the last three weeks? Around a chain. He's got a full-blown mini helmet. A 49ers mini helmet, like, full of, like, some kind of diamonds I and actually, stuff. I actually did see it, and it's Ugh. really, really bizarre. It's like, Jerry, that's not you. And then he's pulling out all his rings, like, on the sideline. They're, like, in a, a, a sunglass case, and he's putting them on his fingers and he's got like ten rings on his fingers, and he's like, and the mini helmet's huge. It's not like a mini well, mini. It's dude, it's it's like a hybrid helmet on his yes, chest. It's a full blown mini helmet on his chest. If it's you like haven't a, seen it, just type into Google Jerry Rice chain, and it's and, obnoxious. And, it's <laughs> like, dude, that's like you're you're a cornball. Stop, Jerry. Like you you're never that guy. 
Don't try to be that guy. And it looks really odd. He, he's he's gone. I don't know what what's going on with Jerry. Um, but how do they get on Jerry? I don't know. Jerry's all. He's like, and then he's throwing up the bird at the at the fans, kind of as he's walking through the tunnel because they're yelling at him. He's kind of has his finger rings on his fingers and he's flashing the bird. That it's, does not sound like the Jerry Rice man. I, know. I don't. I don't know. He's going down a. Um, who knows. Maybe midlife crisis or something. I don't yeah. know. He needs people to talk about him again. Um, but, like, you know, so you just have to maybe, like, okay, okay, maybe Sean Payton isn't, like, the nicest guy in the building. I don't know if he is or not. I, I don't know. But that's the reports coming out. Like, I don't care if Sean Payton's not giving out hugs to every person walking in the door. That's not a good thing. Right? I mean, I don't want him to be a complete jerk. Right. You don't want that. Right. But at the same time, I want a good football coach. And um, maybe you do have to give up a first-round pick. But what else are you going to do? If you can't get Harbaugh, like, it's either Harbaugh or Peyton. Like, that's where it you're is. At. It is, right? 1,000%. That's where you got to be at right now. Like, once we talk this thing out, there is no other recourse here. It's not Jonathan Gannon. No, no, it's no, not, no, no. It's no. not Callahan. These people got to stop with it, this it, stuff. It, what, and, what are they? And, I, can't, I can't believe what I'm seeing some of this stuff. And there's no mystery candidate. <sighs> Gary Kubiak's not walking through the door. Mike Shanahan's not walking through the door. Larry Bird ain't walking through the door. So it's 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 we agree here. We we one thousand. That's Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh. We're a thousand percent, thousand fifty percent actually on the same page here. That's that's just what you got to do. And you hate giving up picks for Sean Payton. And you would like a perfect. There's no perfect angel, you know. And and the Jim Harbaugh thing. Maybe you just have to bite your tongue and just. Take another plane ride over there. Yeah. But it's got to be one of these two. Wow. Okay. Uh, really good stuff. To hit the pause button on the conversation. We're, we're going to circle back to it because it's fascinating. It's massively important. And we just simply don't know yet. But in the meantime, were the Broncos one year early for a train that is now once again picking up real steam? Hang tight. We'll explain next. It's Reaction Monday, presented by Superbook.com. Here's Stokely and Zach. The Broncos' first-round pick is now set. Broncos one year early for a train that is once again picking up steam. With the Broncos one year early. What the heck am I talking about here? An off-season trade of Aaron Rodgers remains an option for the Packers for a variety of reasons, according to Adam Schefter. A scenario, and this is right from Schefter, quote, a scenario that once seemed unthinkable, a Rodgers trade could be driven by financial reasons, the state of the Packers franchise, and ultimately the feelings of the team and the star quarterback. How about this? Schefter goes on to say, league sources believe the franchise prefers to move on from Rodgers, just as it did with Brett Favre. Those sources also believe that Rodgers is well aware of the Packers' feelings on the situation. End quote. Wait, one sec. Did you say that was a Mark Schlereth report? 
You know what, Stoke? That was draft night. Oh. That was draft night. Oh, okay. I, I get the two confused. I just, they all kind of run into each other. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It feels like 10 years ago. It does feel like 10 years ago. Gosh. We had... That would have been... We'd be in a better situation if that happened. Well, well, it, this is why this is still so interesting to me. Because you could say, hey, Zach, guess what? You did make the deal for Russell Wilson. So why does this matter? How I still wonder how close they were a year ago to actually making a trade. As much as we like to have fun with Mark, Mark wasn't making that up, right? And if you were to put the toothpaste back in the tube... Are we talking about the Denver Broncos being the perfect landing spot for Aaron Rodgers? And one of these two coaches, Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton, doesn't quite need the convincing that they currently do. Yeah, oh, of course. You'd be in a much better uh, position from uh, perspective head coaches. Much better if you had Aaron Rodgers. Because, you know, he, he, he wasn't great this year, but he didn't have a lot to work with. And, and, and he came on late. And they made a charge late. They did. Uh, and then, then you know, you, you you only got him for a couple more years. That's it. You know, you're not you don't have him hanging around um, like you do Russell and just looking at it like, this might I might be stuck with him for three or four years. Yeah. So so that's the difference between these two. Even if the Broncos um, say say the Broncos never do the trade for Russell Wilson, your commitment to Aaron Rodgers, this would be the definition of like a short term plan. Short term. Was there two years, I think, left on the deal? I think he's owed about $50 million next year, $60 million the, the year after that, or it's reverse. It's either maybe 60 this year or four. It's something like that. But it's about $100 million, bucks, uh, around $100 million over the next two years for Aaron Rodgers. But that's kind of it. No one, no one believes that Rodgers is going to be playing three, four years from now if he's been contemplating retirement for the last at least two years. With Russell, it probably <laughs> you would probably like it to be the short term status of what Rogers eventually will be, and I want to get your thought and where you think he could end up here in a second. But obviously, Russell's a long term deal for about a hundred million more dollars. Yeah, I think um, I think the Packers do move him. I think they're done. It's been a lot. It just wears on you as an organization. Yep, and he's not showing up in the off season. You're trying to, you know, at, at, a, at a certain point, you just say, okay, enough's enough. Thank you, Aaron. We appreciate it. But we need someone more that's all in here. And let's just turn the page on that experiment. Let's get something for him now. We can get something for him now, free up our cash, take some cap hit now, and just move him. And we'll be done. And, and, and you know, we can take a look at Jordan Love for one year. He, he came in and looked, surprised me when he came in this year. Small sample size. Yeah, but, but he played well. You, you have to get there at some point, And I just think now's the time. That you just, we're done with the drama. We're done with it, you know, weekly. What is it about Aaron Rodgers? It's got to be about this team. And he doesn't help the situation out. He fuels he does not. the flames. And I just think it's over. It's done. Uh, it's time to turn the page. And you can get some some assets for him right now. Jets come to mind. Their, their owner already came out like, we're willing to spend, et cetera, et cetera. They got a win now team. Got a nice young roster. That seems like it would be a good fit for him. But I think the time in, in Green Bay, it's done. He doesn't help the situation. And uh, as an organization, you got to look at team. Yeah. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, also in New York. Oh, like, yeah. That, yeah. Yep, could, that's could, could the New York Jets be who we thought the Broncos uh, could have been a year ago? 
where you go out and hire a Rodgers former coach with a really good defense that they have in New York, and he quarterbacks the team for a couple of years. You know, the, another destination that we talked about late last week um, came from the Washington Post, who Jason Lockenfora is writing for now, and he forecasted where he thought guys were going to end up. He has Rodgers coming to the AFC West and playing with his old buddy Devontae Adams, playing for a play caller in Josh McDaniels, uh, Renfro is still under contract for another year. Right. You could tag Josh Jacobs and sort of talk yourself into maybe that's okay. not so bad of a situation for Aaron. Yeah, no. I don't think that's a bad situation at all for him. Uh, then you look at another team like Carolina Panthers. They're, they're, their quarterback position is unsettled, and uh, obviously they don't have the weapons offensively that the Raiders do, but but certainly there, there's a few options out there that are good options that could be for Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And ultimately, he he decides. You know, he, he can make the call here on whether he wants to keep playing and what team he wants to keep playing for. It's just time. It's like it's run its course, hasn't it? I mean, I, I mean, can you imagine? Like, it's worn all of us out. Yeah, here we were a small part of it a year yeah, ago. We're yeah. not really Very anymore. Small. But um, but now, like, imagine just putting yourself in that organization and being a part of it. You knew. That uh, this offseason, a lot of change happened there. You had a lot of young guys, and and, and and it seems like he complains a lot about these guys not being up to speed, being young oh, guys. Yeah. But how much oh, yeah. work did he put in with these guys to try to get them up to speed and to try to you know help them along? And it just didn't seem like it was a lot. I don't know um, how much he put in with them, but it's just uh, it's run its course, like you said. Time to time to let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Last thing in terms of the quarterback carousel, because it's going to happen in a major way this year. The quarterback carousel will spin in a major way. Um, we talked about it off and on through the last year, and I kind of have you know kind of bounced it off you a few times, and you were kind of resistant to it a week ago. I think Tom Brady ends up with the San Francisco 49ers, and what happened over the weekend keeps the door more open than it was even a week ago with Brock Purdy. It wasn't his fault. But the Niners are close to a Super Bowl. To think that that team is going to be remain how it's constructed now for years and years to come, and their window will just always be open. It's time for them to go all in with a quarterback decision, and I think Tom Brady will be quarterbacking the Niners. Oh, Zach. I mean, they're all in. I mean, they they made that move for Christian McCaffrey. They're all in, and they are win now mode. They got a really good football team. And this Brock Purdy injury, he didn't. He never fell on his face, really. Nope. Never fell on nope. his face. Nope. Uh, but the injury now opens up the conversation where I thought a week ago, like, no, they're not going down the the, the Tom Brady road. Oh, I'm more like, can like, maybe possibly see that happening? I mean, I wouldn't close the door on it, certainly, because they're in win-now mode. They are. And they're ultra-aggressive. You're talking about... You know, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, they're, they're, they're about winning now and they're about making moves to win now, and that would be a Tom Brady uh, type of move. And I'm sure Brady would be more than oh, yeah. receptive to that type of move. Um, He's a free agent. Yep. So makes No a, tag, no nothing, no yeah. no trade, nothing. So I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, Rodgers, Brady, Carr, and there's a handful of names that are out there that will be starting for different teams. I believe, uh, this coming season. Okay, now we know what pick the Broncos will have in the first round. Will they have that pick 48 hours from now? 
24 hours from now. It's next. It's Reaction Monday, presented by Superbook.com. Here's Stokely and Zach. Broncos will have in the NFL draft. The only question is, will they have that pick 48 hours from now, 24 hours from now, 12 hours from now? How much would you like that pick? Honestly, I mean, like, how much much would you like it? Uh, I, I wouldn't like it. I would love it but I would not let that be a determining factor of who the next leader of the Broncos franchise on the football side would be. It would, it's not even a, like, if if you can't get Jim Harbaugh, this is just speaking for myself, if you can't get Jim Harbaugh. I don't want you to speak for anyone else. And you're letting the 29th pick get in the way of such a massively important decision. So it's 29. Yes. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. If you were to let that stop you and, 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 and like, the, the separation – because of some of these other candidates and gone to these other places, it's either Sean Payton and it's going to cost you your first round pick, or it's going to be Jonathan Gannon. I, what, no, have the 29th pick. Give me Sean Payton. Your head coach can make such an impact on your organization that you're talking about mystery candidate. It's a mystery pick. You don't know who the human being is going to be. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I would, I, I would not let that stop me. How about you? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you here. Screw the 29th pick. F them picks. F them picks. Uh, right? You know, that's a, a cert that... Uh, Les Need. Les Need, the general manager for the Rams, wore last year after the for the Super Bowl parade. That Screw it. What a, We need a coach. I'm tired of looking for a coach every other year. Right. So, if it's going to take the 29th pick to get Sean Payton right now in our situation, then that's what you just have to do. You don't want to. It's not ideal. But that's about it for me, man. I'm just telling you. Like, that's where I draw the line. And I'm, 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 I'm. You're saying in terms of compensation, you're not doing a first and. It's like you can have our 29th overall pick. And that's it. That's it. And if you don't want it, where else is Sean Payton going? He's not going to Arizona. He's not going anywhere. He's going back to Fox. Right. So, okay, Saints. You want to be stuck this draft with no first-round pick? Because you got none. And a pissed-off fan base, by the way. Exactly. Because the, the coach that you'd be giving it up for isn't coaching your football team. He's not even helping you. So you're going to wait till the following year to get something for him? Uh, that would be foolish. So, like, you have leverage, too, if you're the Denver Broncos. And I would say, hey, take it or leave it. And then if he doesn't take they don't take that, then I'm flying back to Ann Arbor. I'm just flying back to Ann Arbor. And I'm camping out. Just camping. Like Krzyzewskiville, but yeah. it's the Broncos ownership group. Right. Outside the doors. Yeah. Where's Jim? Who's seen Jim? We're just going to stay until until he gets on the plane with us. I mean, those are your only two choices right now, unless you just, I mean, we'll get into it in a second, the other thing that could happen here. But it's it's the top two still, and if it takes a first rounder to get Sean Payton, I would do it. I'm certainly not giving up a first and two threes like we were talking about a week or two ago. First and a fourth, okay, maybe. I don't even want to give away one of our thirds. I just kind of would draw a line in the sand there right now. But the, the Broncos don't have a ton of picks. 
No. What is it? I think it's six. I think it's six total picks. I want to say something like that. So um, that's really what I would do in in order to try to get you know a Sean Payton is is do that and and if you can't get that done, you just say screw you Saints and you um, you move on and and then you try to go get uh, a Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I, I mean, we're back to where we were at the start of this thing. Yeah, full circle. Yeah. There's been a lot. I mean, this has been what, like, if we were to timeline this with these different benchmarks of information that has popped up, I mean, from mystery candidates and hunting trips and. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to the, like this hunting trip thing came out and it's like, and that turned out to be completely false. That was a report from Jeff Duncan from out of New Orleans who said. Jeff, and, tough, it, tough, it, tough, tough, tough couple weeks for Jeff. In, in a radio interview. Tough couple weeks. That um, wow. he said in the interview that the Broncos weren't proceeding with their coaching search because there was a hunting trip that Robert Wal- uh, Robson Walton was on. Uh, and that's why they weren't doing interviews. But, but hold on a second. Um, and then Jeff walked that back. And not only did he walk it back. because you, you, I got to fill you in on this. Not only did he walk it back, the radio host and the station that was not Jeff Duncan's, that video was catching traction and traction. That's great for the radio station. Right. That's why you put that breakout video online. Yeah. That was best case scenario. They took it down. Oh. Now, why would they have taken that down? Because Jeff Duncan begged them to. Exactly. And guess what else? What? Kevin Kistner on the case. Oh. Went to try to download oh. that guy's podcast. Yeah. The minute exchange was deleted from the actual wow. raw audio file. That means Jeff Duncan begged. So at the time, it was yeah, like, because he looked foolish. But it was like, hold on. Did, did you get that information from Sean Payton? And that's your source. And he was like, really, dude? And you're like, oh, my God, I am about to burn this bridge. What do I need to do to preserve this source? Well, no, no. no. I mean, and then it's, uh, that's true. And then was it even accurate? Did it even happen? Was there a hunting trip at all? We we still don't know for sure. We don't know. But Robson hasn't been in on all these interviews, has he? He, he was not in any of the first-round interviews. Right. But also, the Broncos didn't proceed with second-round interviews this past week. It was totally just at a stalemate. Well, so we kind of figured out why. Because they circled back to Ann Arbor. Right. But we didn't, we didn't know that Thursday and Friday of last week, obviously. I was right. sort of still sort of speculating and right. not letting it go. We don't find out till Saturday morning that they were in Ann Arbor during the week. Yes, that was the first regroup. Was the first regroup after that? Remember the regroup? Like, we got re- we're regrouping. Yeah. And that was when it was radio silence. Uh, was that after that, or was that kind of during that time? I don't know because we don't know which day they were actually in Ann Arbor. That has not been reported on. So I don't know if that was before or after the first regroup. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, anyway, we'll see if they circle back and try to get Harbaugh or if it's, um, you know, Sean Payton and a, and a first-rounder. Uh Harbaugh makes more sense, obviously, because you don't have to give up anything to get him. But he's like lukewarm. It's wishy-washy. How much can you keep going back if you're this ownership group? And, you know, and then in the first place, what happened with this Sean Payton thing? That's kind of where I go back to uh, originally. What happened with this thing? Like, why did it go from, like, oh, Sean Payton's one of the best candidates to all of a sudden, like, we didn't talk about Sean Payton. No, he is. Sean Payton's going, he was going to go back to Fox, and, you know, all these bad reports started coming out from Sean Payton. Like, who's putting these reports out? Hang, hang tight on that. Okay. All right. Hang tight all on right. that, because I want to circle back. Who 
Who's to gain from those reports? Who could be hurt by some of those reports? And also, Adam Schefter jumping on Pat McAfee, talking about the current situation that the Broncos are going through. Hang tight. you got to hear it. It's coming up next.